friends welcome it is saturday may 7th 2022 virtual strangers episode 150 i of course am your host wes with me as always my good friend roots roots getting it done on a saturday this week my friend how about that i know it's crazy i have my mic out muted it's crazy because I um I, I got so much done already. I got my brakes done. I got my uh, oil changed. I still got some stops to do, but we're squeezing this in between, and then uh, we're good to go. I got Sunday off. Um, don't really. I mean, my mom passed away ten years ago, so I don't have anybody to celebrate that for, as far as that goes. But um, uh, other than that, it's good. And you know what's funny is um I wanted to sh- right off the bat I wanted to shout out Troy Gillis because I was last night I was talking about. The issues I was telling you about about Elden Ring, and how my processor is is a little bit behind, um, just a little bit of lag, struggling. I can tell it's a processor, and it's and it gets hotter than it should when I'm when I'm running the mo- those kind of mods. And so I was telling him I wanted to. I was looking into the twelve seven hundred K right, and um and he donated one hundred and fifty dollars to me last night to help me get my processor done. And so what a good guy, him and his wife really appreciate you. So I ordered it today, Wes. It's going to be here. My friend's going nice. to install it on Wednesday, and uh, because I, I just at the eighty-seven hundred K, I read up was was bottlenecking my my twenty eighty, and I didn't even notice it or know it, and uh, it's crazy. Congratulations, dude! Did you get a new motherboard or or just the uh, just the chip? Yeah, you got to get, get a new motherboard, right? Yeah, you got to get a new motherboard, and this is the thing too. And I was going to talk to you about this after, but I need to get I need I want to get. Uh, if I just get a case and a power supply, um, then I can have a, this computer becomes my streaming computer. And, um, and then I, it, it makes everything I'm doing the, the show, everything much better. So, um, but I, well, well, a case, a case, a power supply, a graphics card. Well, so I don't <laughs> so even don't need, I don't even, I don't need the graphics card. That's the thing is for the streaming computer. All you need is a, oh. a, a powerful processor. So everything I have, will be it'll be perfect i just uh those two things that's right and then you're good um and then well, then we, we did run when i was in between graphics cards we did run this this, this show off of the integrated graphics on the 8700k so you're right that that will technically work if all you're doing is streaming uh it, it should it should be all right yeah yeah because i was researching it so yeah so that's that's the hope to do it and then um every game uh, i'm doing it doesn't matter um it doesn't matter what's going on. It's it's the the computer is hundred percent for the game, which is what it's kind of what I have when I play PlayStation uh, the PlayStation Five, right? When I'm streaming with it with the OBS, it's or you know it's it's not using my computer's only streaming and everything's coming out of the the video card of the the PS Five, and it and it makes right. makes it better. So yeah, yeah. Uh, even if it were to be a little bit weird and a little bit uh, janky, I mean, a hundred bucks, dude. You you throw down and get a a 1050 or a 1060 some older graphics card and throw in there and you're good dude like uh, it'll it'll kill that you know absolutely absolutely mash said i talked him into upgrading his uh cpu you think you're better than me I think you're better than me mash <laughs> um but no the uh so it's a it's it's definitely worth it definitely need a new motherboard for it it does it's a new it's a new chip socket but everything's upgraded it's been four years wes um so it's gonna make everything um just better i think especially for vr that's the biggest thing is um i just want the the those vr mods to be smooth and uh elden ring was so amazing it just when i was turning and stuff outside 
it was it was too much. There's too much going on. So. Roots is about to catch the, catch the fever, man. He's going to be buying DDR5 memory here in about a week. <laughs> well, that's and, another uh, thing. It it can do DDR4, but it upgrades to DDR5. So you don't even have to get it up yeah. up right now, but you can upgrade with uh, the new motherboard. So. Yeah, you want to run from that shit, man. Like, it's not ready for consumers yet. You're going to pay. If you want decent DDR5 right now, you're going to be paying like $250, $300 a stick for it. You don't want to do that. Yeah, and I'm good with what I have. You know what I mean? I wouldn't even upgrade yeah. uh, what I, you know, I was just saying, I, I can't justify upgrading anything. And then I came into a point where I feel like I have to um, for what we're doing. And so I'm going to do it. And this is why I don't just willy nilly do everything because when I need to, I need to, you know? So. Well, here's the thing you need to play Elden Ring in VR. And when you need something, it's a responsibility. So. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, uh, going on Saturday this week, uh, lots going on tomorrow. We, we're, I guess we're celebrating Mother's Day. I wasn't really even aware it was Mother's Day because the wife and I are celebrating our anniversary tomorrow. Uh, going to be out of town, oh, seeing cool. the Deftones tomorrow. Um, so uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be busy all day tomorrow and all night. So the best uh, best Mother's Day for Michelle, right? She deserves it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, she's the best Mother's Day ever. She's not going to see her kids hardly at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, this you guys have been done done such a good job raising your kids. They'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, speaking of my kids, uh, Isabel's prom. It's homeschool prom tonight, so we're not going to uh, linger on for hours like we typically do. We're going to try to push through uh, what we've got lined up. But I do want to uh, shout out the patrons and um, make sure, guys, if you're a patron. By the way, we're doing great on the patron people are joining regularly love you guys um i put a little extra effort into the show notes this week there's about two more shows worth of stuff in on the cutting room floor and it's not just filler man there is some interesting interesting stuff down there so if you if you if you don't typically look at the show notes because you're like well i already saw them talk about it on the show no you didn't there's a lot on there especially if you like like uh like uh, hardware prototypes and, and that type of stuff. I mean, we're, we got holographic displays. We've got, uh, you know, wrist-worn uh, input devices. We, we've got chips. You know, uh, Meta apparently has developed a, a custom chip in their labs to, uh, to do photorealistic avatars on oh, yeah. standalone VR. Uh, I mean, there's a lots of cool stuff down there. So you guys, patrons... Uh, be sure to check out the notes um, if you haven't already. That's cool. That's cool stuff. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. Like uh, hard for me to get the, uh, the the show prep yesterday because I'm just sitting here reading and reading, reading and reading. Uh, but what you know, we, as we typically do, we've got it all boiled down to the games, and we've got some really cool stuff to talk about this week. So let's kick it off the way we always do by saying hello to our friends in chat. Scions here. Uh, and what's up? friend as is felipe started minor contractions so any day now <laughs> laras yes yes uh, so uh felipe is going to be on constant call now like i remember those days where it could happen any minute uh so uh yeah congrats congrats felipe and and best of luck to you and yours over the next uh, few days uh this is how you can tell when it's happening felipe um when they give her the shot to induce, that's when it's happening. <laughs> yeah, these days, right? But that's kind of nice. And you got kind of have an appointment, right? To go have the baby instead of just 
the old days of oh my god my water broke for most people um doesn't happen that's it but tell them tell them to go easy on it man because if they go if they get too aggressive with that uh that stuff they give them to induce and, and again it is nice it's nice when they induce when, when you know the baby's ready to come and and they decide to induce it's nice to know when it's coming and it kind of takes all the doubt out um but if they get a little too aggressive with that stuff it hurts man it hurts so i have i have two two words of advice for you one Make sure they go slow with that that stuff that they give her to induce. Two, take the epidural. Take the epidural, okay? You, you, you won't be sorry. You'll be sorry if you don't. Ah, you know who else likes you to, likes you to take it slow because it hurts? My mom! Yeah. I do, I do. Um, Island Kara is here. What's up, what's up? Spraga's here early on a Saturday. What's up, Spraga? Come in, dog. Uh, Techno Glitch. Is here. You wondered why your uh, your OBS was uh, <laughs> damn it, janky, man. Techno glitch is here. The glitch. Uh, Chinatown D. Chinatown D achieved a new achievement today in super hot uh, roots. So uh, congratulations, Chinatown D. Welcome to 2017. Yeah, uh, you did it. <laughs> did it. Um, let's see here. Uh, Master is here. What's up, Eric? Good to see you. Recycled. Recycled's been helping me with. Um, or, or trying to help me uh, make the leap into modding my Fallout 4, uh, which I want to do, but I'm afraid it's going to dick around my uh, my, uh, my my game save, and I don't want to start over. But he says it's it'll be fine. He, he says, just do it, it'll be fine. So uh, we might do that before we stream Fallout 4 again. But from the looks of these uh, mods, man, I don't know when that's going to be. I've got Elden Ring ready to go. I've got, uh, obviously, we played Half-Life 2 this past Wednesday on the show. We played a Half-Life 2, and I, I really enjoyed that. So uh, Fallout 4 needs to get in line, I guess. Well, yeah. dog, go ahead. Get on out of here. The tech says it's, uh, anyway. it's tech no glitch. Well, my something was glitching up my OBS, and I and Wes just pointed out it was you were here. Possible. Could be. You never know. You never know. You want back in, dog? Come on in. Spry Guy says back it's up your, your game save. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Um yeah yeah actually um i'm not sure if it, it might even be cloud saved I, I don't even know i don't know how it works it's an older game so who knows well recycle uh, says if, here he says if it doesn't work you'll still have your vanilla ready mod organizer doesn't mess with any of your files directly always outside so that's good news but yes yeah. yes he did say that yesterday too so uh yeah i'll, I'll probably play around with it a little bit uh, it's already so great and people swear by these mods so um and plus i know uh he helped uh radio run recently mod mod some of his stuff oh. up, if i'm correct about that and radio rent was was pretty pleased with it so i i need to do uh, that because i love skyrim modded and i've never tried fallout 4 and this is where we get off the rail so i'll shut up no it's cool they <laughs> they um the, the the mods make it more like a vr game basically from what i understand it makes it more more like a a 20 22 vr game but uh and optimize it we'll, we'll see how it goes it optimizes right. as well and that's exactly. the big thing for me although with my new processor I, who cares just fuck it up man it'll it'll still run it maybe <laughs> well i mean i think it'd be fun like like my my processor is just barely a notch above yours and like it doesn't even hiccup well i mean i guess it did uh when i was indoors but after we got out into the open world it, it was fine 
which you would think would be backwards. It is. But, uh, that's how it worked. His Elden yeah. Ring was complete opposite. Inside, it was fine. When I got outside, it was like, whoa, what is happening? I was micro turning. Uh, Guido is here. What's up, Chris? Thanks for stopping by. Michelle B is here. Hello, hello. Uh, Andrew Kiros in the house, as is Daniel Kaz. Traveling Man 3775 here. Mickey Berrios is here. Mike Newton is here. Jim Hall is here. Uh, we, we've got a crew today, man, uh, showing up on Saturday to talk VR. So uh, thanks for hanging out, everyone. Really, uh, really glad you can make it. Uh, Roots, let's talk a little VR and let's uh, let's just go ahead and talk about the elephant in the room. All right, Elden Ring uh, VR mod is live and active on the Luke Ross Patreon. Uh, we've known this has been coming uh, for some time, uh, probably, I don't know, three weeks, close to a month. We, we've known that this was uh, on the way. What we didn't know, Roots, was exactly uh, what kind of bells and whistles were going to be baked in. And this article here uh, that comes courtesy of Jamie Feltham at Upload VR tells us exactly exactly that what kind of bells and whistles and while um this article roots does confirm uh what we had feared which is that you're not playing through this thing in first person uh you'll be pleased to know uh that jamie uh recommends recommends this mod to people uh because of all the options that you're given given three different distances at which to play third person mode which was kind of the worry about it, right? People thought that if you go to third person mode, that it might be too far removed from the action. Well, you, well, you can zoom in and you can zoom super close if you want. Uh, but beyond that roots, and this is the thing that really surprised me. And the thing I thought was really awesome. There's a tourist mode 
uh, that when you activate it, the enemies don't see you. You're just invisible to the enemies. They don't attack you. So you can literally just take it all in at your own uh, pace. And mm. then when you're ready to fight, turn the tourist mode off and, uh, and get right to it. Um, Roots, I have not had a chance to check this out yet, uh, but I do have it installed and uh, I can't wait uh, to get in there. Yeah, that's crazy, man. The tourist mode, that's a good way to cheese past some uh, enemies you want to get past, but you can't, like, if you just need to get to a, a, a different area and you're like, although most of the time you can just run by, and you should, Wes, most of the time. If you see a bunch of stuff and you're like, I I can't take these guys, just get on your horse and fucking run right past them and go somewhere else and explore, get more powerful, come back. Uh, that's what I love about this game and uh in vr i think it's gonna be cool to be able to because i i i did I, I went into first person was looking around right um i would never play this way mike from virtual reality oasis um really says that you shouldn't be playing this way in first person right um and so I, if these if the the people that have played it i guess I, we're now included in this are saying that you shouldn't be playing because the, the the action is it's too much you you can't see half of what's going on cast and cherry's uh video the the animations were clipping right um through when first person so i don't think that they've it's a very good uh mod for action in first person but exploration absolutely very beautiful world yeah so even with uh with the uh the uh the, the glitches and technical issues you could tell that right how does the thing look in uh from the inside no, it looks beautiful. It's massive. Like even just walking outside and looking up at that that uh, um, tree, the golden tree. Uh, I, I just watched a video, Wes. I need to post it in the uh, thing. And this there's this guy that went through and and pieced together all the lore. And this the this story is super cool. That tree is not supposed to be there. It kind of took over, and it's like keeping everybody alive. That's why when you kill enemies, they're dead, but they're they're eventually gonna they're still there. And you, it's such a weird weird um story very intriguing and um this game is it has everything it has everything to draw you in i can't wait to play it when uh when my processor can handle um you know the game so i want to i'm curious to see how you and um eric i think you both have the same processor uh, the video card's no problem the 2080 is not it's not stressing my video card uh so right yeah in the tree part of the tree uh yeah i'm looking forward to it as well uh, I was going to say we should probably cover it uh, this Wednesday, but given that, uh, that that you've got new hardware coming, we might need to push it back a week and uh, and maybe do it the following Wednesday, and we'll do something. We'll do a mod a little less uh, invasive uh, for for this week's show. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we missed. Uh, we, we didn't, I missed it. I saw it. Midlife Kid says uh, he's throwing a ten. Are there throwing a ten dollars spot for me to get some beard styling gel? I appreciate it. You know, this is the thing. I. This is what it looks like when I get right out of the shower. It's kind of like um, very staticky, very, although I do use conditioner, Wes. I don't know. But um, yeah, that's a yeah, good. I was in Walmart this morning and uh, I walked by some, uh, it was like a whole section of beard care products, like Ooh. beard shampoo. And I was like, damn, damn, this is like Roots Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I said, I think it was Todd. He said something about not using shampoo. I'm like, man, I use walls, W-H-L. I mean, you got to keep your beard clean, right? You don't want dandruff and be weird a little weird uh but thank you midlife kid for the ten dollar donation very very much appreciated 
Um, but yeah, man, uh, I'm looking forward to trying this out. Uh, Mash says he's on a 9700K. Oh. Um, you're 99. I think basically, I'm not oh, being mistaken. I think, yeah, yeah, I'm on an i9 9900K. I think, I think 9700K might be, I don't know. Uh, it's either it's either six cores 12 threads like yours but a little bit faster or it's eight cores like mine but it doesn't have multi-threading it's mm. just eight cores i'm not sure it's been a while since i've looked at that uh but he's he's in between you and i roots okay. you know baby steps where we're, all of us are right in the same ballpark but uh he, he's right in between you and i so yeah it'll be interesting to see how he does on that one little step up and, and how I do on the next step up. Um, and then how I do after my, cause we'll be able to tell the gambit of this really. It's going to, I think it's a CPU yeah. thing, right? So uh, hopefully, hopefully otherwise <laughs> you just spend a big shit ton of money for nothing, bro. Well, no, cause everything's going to run better anyway. I could, I guarantee you I know, this I is know, for one Microsoft uh, flight sim should run significantly better. Science says FPS was a problem in Elden Ring VR, right? It was not. Um, it was not a, a FPS issue at all. It just, it's like when I, you know, like when you go, you can tell when it's struggling, you go into a VR and there's so much going on. And when you move, you can just feel that micro stuttered. It doesn't feel right. It, you know, it's like just on the edge. Um, it's just Elden Ring has got so much going on graphically and and in general, that open world, it, it it's crazy. Uh, Spry guy says I'm on 8700K um, with, that's what a, I with an overclock, overclock to five gigahertz. So that's what Roots is running with. Although I think Roots is running uh, stock. You haven't tweaked the uh, the overclock. No, no, I do. I have it overclocked. Absolutely, I got it oh, overclocked. Okay. Yeah. So this is the thing, Spry. Um, going try to go into Elden Ring and let me know how it goes with your 8700K. It's an amazing um, thing. But like Wes said, it's got six cores. We're getting to the point where that's that that's not much <laughs> you know what i mean like you could you go when the 8700k came out and you go back four years before that and you would say man what I, what was it four cores or i don't know it was it we're everything's changing again and uh it just sucks uh mickey barrio says how about i7 8700 in a 3060 ti that's a pretty solid setup mickey um the only difference between your 8700 and uh roots and spry guys 8700k is that k allows them to overclock so you're you're locked in at a 4.8 boost uh where these guys can get up around five gigahertz and in some cases 5.1 uh basically they've got about five percent more uh performance than you do have so you're basically on the same level that these guys are that's a pretty solid setup and 3060 ti I don't, I don't know what the 20 series equivalent of that would be. I would assume I th like a 2070. I, I think, um, I thought it was, is it? A, I thought it was a 2080 TI, but maybe it is a 2070. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe 2070 super. Uh, anyway, the, the, the moral of the story is you, you're pretty solid right there, man. I don't know uh, that you'll be able to run Elden Ring uh, VR mod but everything uh, smoothly, else. but everything else. I mean, I ran on that on a very similar setup to that uh forever and i only upgraded um not because i had to but because i wanted to i you know what i mean so um especially if you're not be good for a little bit longer if you're not doing these mods that's this is the only those are the, that and microsoft flight sim are the only games that i've i've noticed that the 
And like I told was saying earlier, it's it, it's a bottlenecking my 2080. And I when I looked it up, I didn't even know. But I never came into a situation where it pushed my everything so hard, where the bottleneck was was showing until now. So. Yeah, I think Mesh is having trouble even running the thing. He says I deleted all the mods and re-downloaded all and all mm. no go. I'm it's, going to try and install the game in Steam and see if that helps. He's, no, this is uh, last night we decided we were going to um, play Risk of Rain 2 in VR. And for whatever yeah. reason, Mash, when he goes to click the mod, it won't. his game won't start. He couldn't get in there. He spent an hour while me and Tech played trying to figure out why it wouldn't let him in. And um, it just isn't working. And it worked fine. Huh. I and mean, we played, I don't know how many hours we've played of that game. Just not working all of a sudden weird man yeah i'd start from scratch man i would uninstall the game delete your local files start everything over from, yeah from scratch it yeah yeah because that's yeah. it you something's lingering between you know something's causing a problem anyway um glad we're back in the mod month you know uh, mod month part two this year uh lots of cool stuff happening uh more to come soon on elden ring vr uh, but again, we're gonna let uh, we're gonna let Roots catch up here, and uh, hopefully, I won't need to catch up to him, and uh, we'll be able to have a good discussion about it here. Uh, not this week, but the next one. VR horror game Afterlife VR coming to Steam early access on May 13th. This story coming to us uh, courtesy of our fans VR. Splitlight Studio is announcing the release of Afterlife VR, a horror game that will be releasing on early access on the 13th of May 2022. You'll play as Adam Bernard, a young rookie police officer on a routine night patrol who receives a call that will change his life forever. Uncover the secrets hidden deep within the Black Rose Mental Hospital walls, where most of the patients pose a threat to themselves and to others. Uh, the developer has revealed that the early access period is to be a short one, only one to two months, and would include all environmental puzzles, a fully functional combat system, and complete sound design. Uh, the full version of the game that will launch will launched with various European languages supported. And in addition, players can also expect modified mechanics of escape from the ghost, uh, enabling of find, collect, and storing the notes in the player's inventory, 
uh, features and improvements suggested by players. The game releasing on Steam and will support Valve Index, HTC Vive, Oculus Rift, and Windows Mixed Reality and Roots. Um, what this article doesn't tell you is that this game has been confirmed uh, to be coming to PlayStation VR 2 as well. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, this thing looks pretty cool, man. Um, we get dime a dozen horror games all the time and most of them are are, are pretty indie and you can tell and this one probably uh will have some of that indie stuff going on as well uh but it seems like this has been in development for a while it seems like it has a pretty solid uh level of production value here and the cool thing about it is is this one seems to be pretty heavily story driven which is something that that i really look for in a game and we don't really see a lot of games that focus on the story heavily uh, these days the way that this one does yeah story is very important i like the detail as well i was telling you that the way the rats were moving um are realistic to me and i see a lot of mice and rats or i try to anyway um usually they're running from me uh but uh and then like even this is gonna sound weird but like the the lady or whatever this her spirit rose in the air and her feet you could see were dirty right from the dirty floor that's that's attention to detail and uh I just think it's cool. It looks pretty cool. Uh, and how about the setting, man? How about the setting? I mean, this is taking place at a mental hospital that has crazy people in it. It's not all just like ghosts and, and uh, supernatural stuff. Uh, there's also just people throwing piss and shit at you and doing all the <laughs> kind of crazy things that, that happen in mental hospitals. Uh, I really love the setting of this game. How cool would it be if they um, somehow they got a hold of you, the, the doctors, and they injected you with something, and now you're like seeing weird stuff? Sometimes that happens in these mental hospitals. They, the, the, the people are whacked out because of the drugs they're giving them, right? And the, who knows what's going on in when, on yeah. some of those drugs. That's, a, that, that's, that's the story of, uh, of Russia Blood, right? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Like, like every, you, you beat a level and then uh, you, you, you kind of uh, zone in, into consciousness. The guy gives you an injection and then you're into the next level. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that would be super cool. Um I don't know, man. I, I'm always happy to, to see new horror games coming uh, to Steam. I'm happy to see that uh, these guys have enough um, funding and backing behind them that, that they're already developing this for PlayStation VR 2. We we actually talked about this game on uh, the the last uh, episode of Without Parole Gamescast that I was on with Brian. That's how I found out about this game. I didn't even know this was coming. Uh, Brian actually enlightened me on this one. That's crazy. And you know what? I, I said, wow, when you said something about PlayStation VR 2, like that's this is one of the rare games. I mean, it's weird, but nobody really is talking about, not many are, are solidifying that, yeah, we got a game coming out. I mean, some are, but you'd think everybody would be jumping at the chance to say, hey, yeah, we got one coming, um, but maybe they can't. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, um, the bigger studios, they... Um... A lot of those like to have that element of surprise, you know, the VR marketing, we've got to, we've got to uh, drop it on people uh, without warning yep. so that uh, we have hype for a week. So I, I think we have a lot of that going on there. We know that there's a lot of dev kits out there. And um, I think, uh, I think Bradley said that, that it's expected for the thing to launch with around, you know, two to 300 titles in a very short period of time. So, um, I mean, people obviously are out there doing it, man. So it's going to be uh, crazy for these. Yeah, I, I these. get what you're saying. Yeah, but we, 
you'd think we'd be hearing more about it um by now absolutely it's gonna be crazy for these playstation vr owners right when they they go from feast or famine to feast right they're gonna be like inundated with all these amazing games and um it's just gonna be the shoe's gonna be on the other foot it's gonna be a, a good time to see exciting yeah back on the other foot right yes uh it, it's cyclical it goes it comes and it goes and it's about to uh it's about to come again you know who loves it when it comes again Roots? My mom. <laughs> multiple yeah uh paper beast in the Ooh. chat somebody get it i didn't even put question marks in this one because we don't have time for that garbage. what a good game as uh yeah, oh, yeah yeah man um and we gave away a copy of uh hello hello uh puppets earlier during the uh, first trailer all of these again courtesy of um mickey, mickey barrios so uh you guys be sure to uh give uh mickey a shout out there and tell him thanks for uh donating the keys i got to get better about uh giving them out roots he's uh mickey stopped by my stream last night and was there for like 15 minutes couldn't stay long and dropped the key <laughs> it's only there 15 minutes hey, there, there's keys out there to be had man there's uh on humble bundle there's a bundle right now that's 12 dollars for the whole bundle and um saints and sinners it's not an all vr bundle it's like a, just a, like a staff picks or or maybe an easter i don't remember what which bundle it was one of those bundles had uh saints and sinners in it and the bundle was only 12 bucks humble bundle oh god uh, well saints and sinners for 12 bucks yeah yeah I, I picked up a couple of those yesterday to uh to have for giveaway keys at uh at a later date um but yeah man uh awesome awesome deal uh there's also another one that has um and this one might be fanatical i think uh it has uh intruders hide and seek in it and uh you can just pick one it's a build your own bundle and you can just pick one game if you want and it's just a buck so you can have intruders for a dollar uh, on fanatical right now dude what a, a great game great game great story and a lot of game for a dollar right absolutely i mean who don't have a buck you know what i mean yeah for sure so uh no active like vr vr bundles going on right now but still some deals to be had uh if you're looking for them yeah uh anyway uh afterlife vr looks awesome um hopefully uh we can uh we can get into this one before it launches and uh talk about it uh this week it comes out this week six days so um uh if you guys are interested in afterlife vr Pay attention to this logo on the screen right here, uh, because if you search Afterlife VR on Steam, you're going to get like four different things. Yeah. And uh, this is this is actually kind of hard to find. Like it took me a while uh, just going through the standard search route to to find the correct information on this game, uh, because there's like four different Afterlife VRs, and uh, some of them are shitty and janky. One of them is uh, fast travel games, you know, Wraith, the Oblivion mm. Afterlife, and um, but this is the newest one. This one's uh, in the coming soon section of Steam VR. So uh, if, if you guys are interested in this, be sure that you have trouble finding it again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, lots of creepiness to go on uh, in, in VR land. Not all happening uh, in this title, but others as well. Well, well, well.
Looks like we got ourselves a good old video game trailer. Welcome back to Zombieland. No wandering around, no atmospheric BS. So many headshots, you could cast a movie. Only the fastest and the deadliest motherfuckers make it onto the leaderboard. Pop those zombie heads. Sure, it's got shooting, but this ain't just about brain and Z's. This is a goddamn zombie-killing race. Two headshots in a row triggers adrenaline mode. It's like bullet time, but better. I'm ready if you're ready. So limber up and get ready for wall-to-wall hellfire. Go fast, shoot for the head. Don't suck. Zombieland VR Headshot Fever adds roguelike arcade mode and more. This uh, from Harry Baker at Upload VR. A new mode has come to Zombieland VR Headshot Fever more than a year since the game first launched. Uh, this is the Arcade Attack update, which adds a roguelike arcade mode that is designed to be much more approachable and instant compared to the story mode. In each arcade run, you'll play through five randomly selected levels, compete for a high score, and search for hidden TP, a currency that can be spent in between levels. In the store, you'll be able to use your TP to purchase new guns, medical kits, and perks such as the Big Head perk, uh, which is pictured below. You'll find weapons and upgrades throughout each run as well. The update is the latest in a series of additions and fixes since it launched in March 2021, including optimization for Quest 2, improved collision models, reworked gun visual effects, uh, new gun skins, and 12 new levels. Um, Roots, I haven't played this game for a while, and I don't think that I've actually experienced most of these updates that were just listed here. Even the new levels I haven't tried out yet, and uh, I really enjoyed this game in the state it was in at launch. Uh, so it is, it's so cool that not only they've, they've added a, a lot more content, which is what we asked for uh, to begin with. We said this game's great. It just needs more, more of it. Uh, 12 new levels now, and then this uh, roguelike mode that they just added, the arcade attack, is kind of like uh, your standard uh, roguelike uh, roguelike thing you've got five levels uh, in between each each wave you get to upgrade your weapons and and purchase uh, you know like health and, and other uh, other power-ups um, it seems to me like what was already a very good very fun very addictive game just got a whole lot better and a whole lot more replayable yeah absolutely it was uh, like you said it was already amazing to begin with and now it uh, sounds like with all these quality of life adjustments it's became even better so i i really had fun in this I, mean, I didn't i didn't do the tournament as like you did i mean you could have won that thing man if you would have like just put a little bit more time because you kind of just breezed in there played a couple times and or however long you played and then uh that was it right yeah top five dude i put an hour an hour into each <laughs> level that they uh they had in that tournament and i was top five That's and crazy. there were lots of people Lots of people, lots of content creators, and I was rather uh, rather proud of my performance in that, to be quite honest. Yeah, um, that's really good. But uh, you know, I've been I've been stuck on In Death Unchained lately, and I and I haven't been playing proper In Death campaign. I've been playing Siege of Heaven, the uh, wave based roguelike mode. 
Um, it sounds a lot like that, Roots. It's like they're taking what I like about the, the Siege of Heaven and putting it into this uh, zombie shooter, which I already enjoyed. Um, so this sounds great, man. I can't wait to get in there and check this out. I think the next time we have a slow week where we don't have uh, much to talk about, we might be talking about this. Do you, so do you think it's time for Thomas McNostrel and Techno Glitch to get in there? They said they both own it, got it from the Humble Bundle, haven't played it yet. Absolutely. Absolutely get in there and check it out, um, but give it some time. This is a different kind of game. I, I've never played another game with mechanics like this. Um, this game is all about, it's a race. It's a zombie killing race. It's on a rail. Uh, it's a node-based rail. Like you only advance when you're ready. Um, but the way it works is by uh, shooting headshots, by actually hitting the zombies in the head, Double you tap. stop time. So yeah, yeah. You, so the way that you uh, uh, actually get the top of the leaderboard is by um, by stringing together headshot after headshot after headshot after headshot, and then the time just doesn't move when you do it like that. There are also ways to um, other ways to do it, like the, I think the shotgun. If you use the shotgun, it doesn't matter where you hit them; the uh, the time stops. But you know, it takes longer to reload the shotgun. There, there, there's drawbacks and benefits to the various perks. There's a whole there's a whole lineup of perks that you can equip. There's all kinds of different weapons and upgrades for each weapon. It's a really well done game, uh, but it takes some time to kind of learn the systems and optimize uh, a strategy. There are different strategies that you can use uh, to, to attack these levels. And um, beyond all that, it looks good in the headset and the characters, obviously straight out of the zombie land movie, have a lot of, have a lot of, uh, have a lot of character mm. and are, are funny. Uh, so this is a really good game. It's it's typically uh, underrated uh, when, when people talk about the best, you know, party style, arcade style zombie shooters in VR. Mm -hmm. This is right up there. And um, I highly recommend it to anyone. And that is just based on what I played before it got all of this extra stuff added into it. So, uh, yeah, definitely. If you have this in your library, give it a give it a, a look, but also give it some time. And, and I guarantee you're going to get hooked on it. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it's funny. People in the chat are talking about, um, you know, the TP as a currency, right? And I, I, I kind of call it shenanigans because like in an apocalypse scenario, like I, I never saw one episode where Negan even cared about toilet paper. And if anybody would have cared about it, Negan would have killed you for it. And uh, he just didn't give a right. shit. So. Well, maybe that's why I didn't need toilet paper. <laughs> no, that's right. You don't need toilet paper. That's a good point, Wes. I didn't even think of that. Uh, anyway, um, love Zombieland Headshot Fever, man. And uh, th this seems like a good excuse to get back into it. Too bad that we have friggin' Elden Ring VR and Resident Evil 8 VR and Firewatch VR and Fallout VR and Half-Life 2 VR and all this other shit going on right now. Uh, or else I'd be uh, all over this update. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> got my wrong okay. I was gonna... wrong time to hold my coffee in my right hand. I couldn't. I was trying to do it with my left hand, and it didn't work. Yeah, you know who loves it uh, when you try to do it with your left <laughs> hand? My right, left, both. Doesn't care. <laughs> Thank you.
After the Fall gets a new arsenal, free-for-all mode, and more in the Shock and All update. Uh, this from Scott Hayden at Road to VR. After the Fall, the co-op zombie shooter from Vertigo Games is getting a nice little content bump in its Shock and All update, which brings the game a new arsenal of weapons, a free-for-all deathmatch mode, and a new map. Uh, launched earlier this year, the game's frontrunner season has already brought a number of updates to the game, including Horde Mode, two Horde Mode maps, the Boulevard, the Boulevard Harvest map, the Skimmer enemy, the LMG and revolver weapons, and new player outfits and skins. Now available for free on supported platforms, the Shock and All update to the game's frontrunner season brings a host of new weaponry to the game, including the Shockwave power device. The Rage Booster Consumable, Warhead, and Tommy Gun. Like all the game's high-level weaponry to unlock, players need to grind through levels for floppy disks. The Shock and All update also includes a new free-for-all PvP mode, which pits players against one another. All while hordes attack. It also contains a PvP map called Stockpile, which is a repurposed warehouse that Vertigo Games says is all about close quarters combat and lightning fast respawns with items that can be found scattered throughout the map. Uh, to show off some of the action of the ongoing front runner season, the studio released a new co-op trailer, which was made using increasingly smooth mixed reality LIV software, which is one of the best ways to blend people into virtual environments. Uh, Roots, I had barely played the, the Hollywood Boulevard update. Uh, that came two or three weeks ago, maybe a month. Um, because when they updated, it broke my game. Like, I couldn't play it. I lost all my money trying to make weapons that I couldn't equip. And uh, I haven't been back in since. Uh, so here they are again with another update. And on paper, this sounds incredible, dude. All these new weapons and game modes. Like, it's finally starting to get to uh, around the amount of content that we all kind of felt it should have launched with, but you know, who's counting it's six months later. It's all there now. Right. Uh, let's just hope it works. Yeah. It doesn't break everything. Cause uh, I know D and mash as much as they love this game, they were upset and refused to play it when it was broke. Uh, PSVR two without parole says meows and swipes left on after the fall. Well, well, what what timing uh, for, for him to come through right when we're talking about after the fall, right? Um, yeah, man, I, I certainly um, I certainly uh, can understand the sentiment, right? Because um, as as many things as this game does well, it is a bit uh, limited with regards to content. Mm. It is a bit disjointed in terms of those of us who really enjoy a story campaign. Um, this is really isn't what this is, right? Uh, but what the game does do well, or, or does, I don't, I don't know if I should even say well at this point, uh, it puts you in a game with your friends from all platforms that is fun to play when everything's working correctly. Right, action-packed, right? But you know what? I do want to say, um, while Brian Paul's here, I, you know, when we talked about it when he was on the show, right, he said that he was worried about replayability. And all of us, like me and Mash especially, were like, nah, dude. Mash is 200 hours in, and he's still the same. He's ready to go in, play whenever. I'm, I'm over 100 hours 
And like I told Mash last night, I've I've had my fill. Like, I for the most part, I'm done. Um, that being said, Mash, I will be there. I will play with you tonight for your stream because I want to hang out with you. But it is so I I don't want I don't care about a new gun. I don't care about upgrading my guns. I want give me some reason to be going through this, right? Because at some point. I'm just killing zombies and I can do that in a lot of games. And granted that I can't do it with four people. Um, and whenever I want to do it with my friends, um, you know who else wants to do it with my friends? Uh, <laughs> then I'll go in there and play. But it, it, they needed more. They needed something to draw me through. They needed a story. They needed upgrade, like a, a roguelite. I'm, I'm looking more towards Gambit now. Uh, that's what excites right. oh, me. Oh yeah. Yeah, Gambit's going to be great. Hopefully we hear more about that soon uh, because I think Gambit's going to have a lot of what we like about this game, uh, but a lot about what, but it's also going to hit those notes on a lot of what we don't like about this game. So, uh, yeah, I, I certainly um, I certainly concur there. And, uh, yeah, I, I get it, man. This game, games like this are only as good as your friends, right? Like if, if you don't, if you're just going in there trying to play with randos, this game's going to suck, man. Uh, so, yeah, I get it. Um, and you know, here's the thing, like, uh, I got a comment on a video this morning. I think maybe it was maybe Kenty Poo, uh, who said that I was disappointed with after the fall. I would have much preferred Arizona sunshine too. And I think most of us would have preferred Arizona sunshine too. Uh, but with that said, had we gotten Arizona sunshine too, and I had put the kind of time into it that I have already put in the after the fall. What I would have played through it six times, seven times. Like no way I would have gotten nearly as much gameplay out of that as I already have in after the fall. Um, but I agree. All good points by Brian, by you. I agree. It certainly has lost some of its shine since, uh, you know, the, the honeymoon phase. So I ask you roots. Uh, we kind of touched on it last week. And we mentioned it when we named it the game of the year last year that we were running a risk uh, by, by by doing it when it was still fresh. Like we could be engaging in recency bias. Uh, so when you look back at the games that came out last year, you look at Lone Echo 2, you look at uh, Hitman 3 VR, uh, so many amazing games. You know, Resident Evil 4 VR came out last year. Uh, did we make the right call naming this game of the year last year? I mean, you know, I get it. It, it is kind of lost a lot of its shine, but it is still going. They are still bringing us new content and people are still playing it. At least some of us are anyway. Uh, I don't know. I'm torn. Part of me thinks we, when we still were right. And part of me thinks that maybe something was better because, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's, uh, it's a wave shooter, right? I mean, it, I guess it, it just, I don't I don't like what the, the goals for it. And I, I you know, obviously I wanna I'm not gonna go through that again. I just I feel like um some of the other games may have given you more than um than this. You know, what we gave that basically what this what game got the award for was the fact that they delivered a four player co op that we all could play together, right? I mean it that's what it was all about. It was it was that. It wasn't about, um, you know, the the different ways that you built up, you know, like Outlier, for instance. You know, of course, it's a roguelite. Imagine this game if it was a roguelite in some respect, and you you were going in and you, you know, 
it kind of is i guess you're upgrading your weapons but again like there's no reason give me a, a end boss that i need these weapons for right. or something because right now that, it's that would maybe change things yeah i think they're very close here because it is fun to play like the the, the environments are beautiful the guns feel good when they work um all everything's cool about about what's here it just feels like incomplete like when you start this game and play it for the first time you, you go through the little lobby and do the little gun tutorial and then you go through the door and it gives you about a two to three minute story sequence from the tutorial into the lobby and it's really well done uh, i feel like that they could have done a handful more of those little story sequences and strung these maps together uh, with the camp and made it more into a linear campaign. And if they were to do that and give each map an a unique boss, uh, you know, a unique boss at the end of every map, and then as you progress through the campaign, uh, obviously the bosses get stronger. So there's your reason to upgrade your weapons, right? right? Now it makes sense that you're chasing these upgrades. Uh, I feel like they're so close here. To, to having kind of what we all wanted. Um, and as long as this thing was in development, I think that that's kind of another thing. It took them years, you know, three years, four years in development. Uh, we kind of expected a little bit more uh, out of this game than what it actually ended up delivering. So uh, while it is super fun to play and I do still like playing it, I'm not completely done with it like you are. Um, but uh, I certainly am not in love with it anymore like I was at the beginning. Uh, after you beat that final boss, it does lose a little bit of shine. Yeah. Well, I think um, I think you nailed it right there, man. It's just all about uh, just changing it up, you know, going, I don't know. I play space, what I was going to say. Damn it. It was good. It was epic, Wes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I feel like um, I feel like this game suffers the, the same mistakes that Marvel powers United VR yeah suffered like they showed you what the game should have been in the tutorial and then they put you into a completely different thing which is close but still not really what you wanted right 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 that's what i was gonna say is if they would have streamed everything together like you said with the story and stuff and made bosses giving you a reason to to get past they they designed it all about this harvest you know they want you to run it a million times instead of making it difficult to pass and maybe you you know so you can really go through and of course the harder ones um it's going to be harder to get past them but at the same time there's just no reason like you said if i don't know i get frustrated because yeah. it's so amazing it is a really good game it's just it's it is what it is that's what it is there, there you go um yeah i enjoy it but again it's only as good as your friends like i wouldn't ever in a million years go and just play this with randos but i, I can get in there with you and get in there with eric wife isabel d uh and have a blast um but it isn't something that i'm playing every night or even every week anymore and uh, again i haven't even played all the way through the uh hollywood boulevard update and i think that map looks like it's probably the best map that they've released for the thing um judging by what i saw in videos but again uh too many technical issues uh for for my my taste and uh hopefully when I do decide to get back in there, which probably won't be very long from now, uh, hopefully everything works uh, as advertised. Yeah, absolutely.
Eye of the Temple gets speedrun challenges on Steam. This coming from Ian Hamilton. Upload VR. Highly rated room scale PC VR title Eye of the Temple now includes speedrun challenges and leaderboards. The free update to one of 2021's best PC VR games. And by the way, Roots, we forgot when we were listing off the best games for Game of the Year, we forgot about Eye of the Temple, oh, yeah. uh, which a lot of people do, unfortunately. Uh, the free update to one of 2021's best PC VR games can turn the title into a bit of a workout with three speedrun challenges you can unlock by playing through the relevant section of the normal game. Danish developer Runa Skovbo Johansson wrote in an email that more challenges are planned for the future as well. For now, the leaderboards feature also extends to the regular game, with the current world record holder beating it in just 36 minutes, while a normal playthrough is estimated at taking four to five hours wow. for completion. The, uh, the trailer embedded below uh, that we just watched, by the way, start, shows off the new speedrun challenges. Roots, uh, this came out in October of last year, and we absolutely loved it. This game is one of a kind. Uh, the way it maps your play space, and, and you don't have to have a big play space to, uh, to play this thing, but the way it maps your play space and, and makes you forget about the, the restrictions of your, of your real-life world is absolutely amazing this game works flawlessly and is 100 room scale and you know me i don't like getting out of my chair i play 90 percent of vr games sitting down uh but I, I really enjoyed standing up for this one uh i thought it was extremely clever the way that they um uh, the, the 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 mechanics that they use to to kind of uh you know get around the constraints of your real life environment to uh, make you feel like you're playing in a you know, a wide open world and just moving around freely. Um, absolutely great. Now, um, my question here with this though, Roots, and this is all great. I'm glad this game's getting uh, more content, more reason to bring people back into it. Uh, but is this how we really want this guy spending his time? This game needs to be a standalone VR game. This is like such a missed opportunity. Uh, obviously, you know, as we heard sales, we're so so for this game. He didn't really quite make the return on his investment mm. that he was hoping for. Uh, the gold mine is on the other side of the standalone rainbow. And uh, I think this guy's kind of spinning his wheels here a little bit, trying to bring DLC to this when what he should be doing is looking for a publisher to help him bring this to Oculus Quest. Yeah. Well, we know some publishers out there. You know, maybe one of them is looking at him. Uh, you know, what I thought was this whole trailer, what I, my takeaway was holy fuck, like, you know, when we played this game and it was room scale, you know, I was so paranoid walking around. I kept checking. I had like kept looking to make sure that I wasn't going to walk into stuff. And it was so perfect. Well, exactly. It wasn't perfect at first. I walked into my wall, but that was because my play space I is bigger than my my room. I don't even bother. That's how I get around instead of turning it off because that gets weird sometimes. I just make a big play space and then it's done. Um but once I resized it to the actual space, it, it never it never messed up. It was perfect. And this person's flying around this course. It shows you how good it's tracking, right? Like how everything's perfect. You're not, if I'm walking around slowly, what the hell was I worried about? This dude's running around. I mean, if there was a problem, you'd be running into your wall. It's so cool. This game is amazing. And um, hopefully he's working on the, uh, the, the move to Quest 2 because I agree, man, this is, 
wireless is you're going to want to play it wirelessly anyway so why not right yeah we brought this up to him and he basically said he didn't have the resources to bring this to quest but man like you know so many of these uh gen one vr studios are becoming gen two of vr publishers and i'm sure with the game as amazing as this that someone out there is going to be willing uh, to invest in this and help him get this onto uh on the quest and, and i think that uh with proper support uh you wouldn't really have to make too many um too many concessions to get this running on quest and uh you know take take that tether away and uh and this game people are absolutely going to love it right yeah yeah it's amazing and just watching that trailer makes me want to go back into it i haven't played it since we talked about it and i was the one who was raving about it i love this game and um it does something that no other game does and i think it needs to come to quest too because it's it hopefully in dreams or any of these people that are branching out as publishers um you know see this and and this is a great opportunity because like i said nobody's doing this and imagine the quest people getting to to play this a full room scale game that they're moving around with and not turning and they're you know what i mean it's it's different um i think it's it's unique and it needs to be championed yeah man yeah absolutely um but you know that aside uh this content update looks cool i wish more games would kind of uh implement this built-in uh speed run mechanic like because a, a lot of um traditional gaming and especially with retro games there's a whole big community built around speed running and um i feel like you know the kind of tools that they use to 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 time that uh are kind of difficult to do in a vr game right because you've got a headset on you can't really work uh you know hitting the clock you know uh, you know uh, uh keeping track of your splits and and your previous best and all that but if they build shit like that right into the game and upload it onto online leaderboards and servers and it's all inclusive i could see a you know um a similar sort of community uh building up around certain games and this is a really good one although i don't know when you think about speed running you better make sure like root said that your your guardian boundary is set 100 percent accurately because if not you're going to kill yourself trying to speed run this thing you will run into something i walked into it and it was like whack like because yeah i even though i was parent uh, paranoid I, I you know i at that point i i just didn't didn't think it was going to do it it was weird absolutely uh but anyway highly recommend this game um you know speed run challenges or not uh this game is one of a kind uh well i mean there's a couple other games that, that try to do this uh but this one by far does it the best with the uh procedural room scale uh th this game uh, we've danced all around it talking about it here but for those of you who don't know what this game does is it builds the game around your play space and it constantly in real life you're you're basically walking in circles but it doesn't feel like it in the game the way the game is made it, you just feel like you're going forward all the time because again the game is constructed uh procedurally around the play space that you give it and uh again this game this game was in uh development for like 5 years and it works perfectly uh but again you got to make sure your guardian boundary is set up perfectly and if it is th they use every inch of it and uh it's extremely fun and uh and and well 
uh, well known. You know who else <laughs> uses every inch of it and loves to have extreme fun? My mom! Oh, Submit Showcase joining us in chat. One of our resident Half-Life Alex modders. Oh, nice. Uh, one of one, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, that's some pretty good stuff on uh, on the uh, Half-Life Alex workshop. So awesome. everybody shout out Submit Showcase. Awesome. Used to be Submit Stairs, right? Submit Showcase on YouTube. Uh, anyway, uh, Eye of the Temple, go check it out. Highly recommended. One of the best things that came out on PCVR last year. The dark and dangerous medieval ages bear many challenges. You need to hunt to survive. And build shelter against the elements. Clever in trading. Expand your settlement. And keep your people happy. <laughs> Defend your village against the outlaws. And make your family live in safety. Create and grow your own medieval dynasty. This uh, article coming from GMW3. Middle Ages Survival RPG Medieval Dynasty coming to Quest 2 and PlayStation VR 2. It's been great to see an influx of survival-based role-playing games like Green Hell VR and Song of the Smoke for virtual reality headsets recently. This week, it has been reported that Medieval Dynasty, a PC adventure that launched last year, is getting rebuilt with VR in mind. Uh, speaking to the French website VR Player, Polish developers RenderCube and Spectral Games revealed that work is already underway on a VR version with intentions to bring Medieval Dynasty to MetaQuest 2, PC VR, and PlayStation VR 2. Released on Steam back in September, receiving a very positive rating from players, Medieval Dynasty drops you in the Middle Ages, where you're tasked with building a settlement hunting for food and crafting tools and weapons to survive. It features an open world to explore with realistic mechanics, such as seasonal weather and day and night cycles. VR specialist Spectral Games won't port the original PC version. Instead, it's creating a whole new adventure based on the medieval dynasty IP. In doing so, interactions will be tailored to VR, so you'll have to physically cut down trees with an axe rather than pressing a button much in line with other VR editions of PC video games. Medieval Dynasty VR is not a port. It's a completely new adventure, a new hero, new lands. The flat, scheme, the flat screen version of the game is a model for us and the basis 
on which we build our interpretations of VR solutions. I would like to emphasize that we are working on preserving the spirit and essence of Medieval Dynasty in our own production. The developers noted in an interview, uh, we do not cut off from the original foundations and assumptions of the game. On the contrary, we emphasize them even more to provide a VR and interactive model of medieval gameplay. Uh, Roots, mixed feelings about this. First of all, it looks phenomenal. Like it looks like uh, a lot of the type of thing that, uh, yeah, it looks, well, I mean, the, the trailer we watched obviously is for the flat game. It's not for the VR game. Uh, but it looks like something that would be adapted well into into VR. Look, you know, they're going to drop you down into an open world, um, and basically, um, what's really going to set this apart from other kind of uh, survival games is the the time, that the set and setting. This is a medieval. Uh, you know, it takes place in medieval times, and uh, you're going to you're not just going to be by yourself out in the wilderness, but rather you're going to try to build a settlement build up a, a village, a community, what have you, uh, during those times. And um, it seems really similar to to Valheim VR, which I, we played recently, um, which a lot of people love, really wasn't the thing for me. Uh, but I think people who love Valheim are really going to go apeshit for this one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chris Richardson says he can't wait to see Wes picking up medieval sticks and banging rocks. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing. It's it's the same. It, whatever environment you put in, I, I'm not a survival type of person. I think it'd be cool. I think the best thing about this is that it has a following already that's flat. And um, and so potentially if they do it right, it could draw those people in. Kind of the same way with Cities VR, right? Um, it's uh, they, a chance to go into the game that you've loved and actually be in it but it it does uh have to be good and so hopefully it would i mean it, the premise is good i don't i think it's still not my my cup of tea when i first saw this i thought oh my god i i thought somebody read my mind and it was um it was going to be like a, a city builder like uh, age of empire 2 or something and then but, that, uh -huh. but it's not uh, i still want that somebody make it please or something of that nature i think that would be amazing it's coming all in due time friend all in due time um i think a lot of people are going to dig this uh th this kind of game and just because it's not really our our bag uh doesn't mean that True. it won't be uh, well received and it doesn't mean that we're not going to try it out i'm sure we'll try it out and, and maybe we're wrong we often are you know with, with the, when it comes to these games and what we think we're going to like um with that said kind of cool that we know this is coming cool that we know that it's coming to playstation vr2 although uh, you think maybe we should be a little concerned that it's not just coming to PSVR 2, that this is uh, also coming to MetaQuest 2? Mm. And, uh, and that, you know, we've talked about it before, how the lowest common denominator kind of tends to hold these multi-platform games back. Uh, do you think we should be worried about that at all here? I don't know anything about these devs. Um, if you're out there, develop Polish. Yeah, well, then the there Polish, you, that's it, all we need to know. That should be that that they, as long as I mean, this is the thing—the ability to make two different games, or you know, it exists for the lazy devs or the ones that are tight on cash. They make one version, and um, and of course, the lowest common denominator is going to be the Quest Two, and so you're gonna—it's not going to be as good, right? So, absolutely, could be could be cause for worry. It just depends on um, you know, what kind of situation these developers are in and what their mindset is. 
Scott VRLX says they need to get those Zuck Bucks. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, those uh, Zuck Bucks. Zuck Bucks. Those Zuck Bucks come with strings. You'd be a puppet. <laughs> true that, but what does it these mm. days, right? That's true. That's true. Anyway, uh, Medieval Dynasty uh, coming next year uh, to Quest 2 and PlayStation VR 2. Those of you who like survival-style RPGs, uh, be on the lookout. You know, Roots, uh, there's been a lot of buzz over the last few weeks about F1 2022 and the fact that it's coming to VR. And uh, I've kind of avoided talking about it uh, for one reason, because we talked about it like a month, six weeks ago. Uh, we, we talked about this and uh, before the kind of the big VR reveal, we revealed it right here on this channel. Uh, so I didn't feel like it, there was enough here to come back to it. Uh, but then I saw this trailer this past week. And uh, my excitement level changed significantly for this mm. because uh, not only does this thing look super high quality, as it would be, obviously, coming from Codemaster and being published by EA, um, but it looks so fast, dude. This game looks super fast. And I'm not a fan of Formula One racing, uh, but I've never been inside a Formula One car. And, uh, you know, judging by the looks of this title, this might just be the thing. It gets me to dust off that wheel and pedals over there and, and take it for a spin. Oh, man, you just stole the question out of I was thinking about that. Uh, I was going to ask you, is, will this get you to bring your, your wheel out, right? Because you bought that, and you really haven't done too much with it. This could, I mean, it looks amazing. Tech says uh, he sold for the music alone. And um, this is the thing, man. Like, uh, I was just talking to a guy yesterday, and he was talking about, He uh, turns out he does, um, he's a customer, uh, he's, just he does like sounds for games he did does like this see the most recent thing he did was a um uh speeder sound for one of the destiny 2 speeders and he was telling me how it all works and stuff and it was really cool but he was talking about he was specifically racing games and how he doesn't think that um like that they're going to be coming to quest 2 maybe or whatever because he says from the inside developers a lot of developers or um, at least for the big ones are, are kind of iffy with the quest too because of like you said limitations um so uh, i i think this is going to be really cool well here's the thing uh, the people that typically like these types of games uh are what we call enthusiasts uh, there's a whole community built up around vr racing and they like simulation man they like for it to feel real 
and the quest hardware you know as great as it is and as beautiful as some of the experiences are for it uh it would be hard pressed to provide a convincing uh race simulation uh the way that um the, the way that a pc or even a playstation can um so i get it i understand why uh developers would be reluctant to even waste any kind of resources on that um because again the, the community that's into this kind of stuff the, they they have gaming pcs the question about you know we're just trying to get those guys all to buy vr headsets at this point everyone has the gaming pc um so while these guys might end up actually picking up a quest it's going to be so that they can hook it up to their pc and play these games i don't think there's really much uh benefit to these developers bringing a game like this to, to quest it's one of those rare use cases where uh, a standalone version really just doesn't make much sense yeah not yet it's not time for that yet maybe you know four or five years maybe quest three be powerful enough to do everything right but i i definitely think Coming this is next year on. yeah yeah that's yeah. right around the corner right yeah that's another thing on the on the cutting room floor this week is uh four MetaQuest headsets uh, set to launch between now and 2024. One of those being Quest 3 next year. So. It's crazy. Uh, anyway, I think this looks cool. I, I'm typically, I'm not a sim enthusiast. I'm not a racing enthusiast, but I did get the wheel and pedals. I have barely used it. The only thing I really played on is Dirt Rally 2, and uh, I found it kind of difficult to pick up. So uh, th this looks like a little more... Um, like it might be a little bit easier to control and a little bit more like a standard racer. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to checking this one out. Oh, sorry. I was, I was just going <laughs> to go ahead. No, Technoglitch had a idea. He said maybe if they were to make a Bluetooth wheel for the quest too. And, um, it's a good idea. Uh, I, I, yeah. Uh, I mean that, that could help, but certainly even, even for the, the, the racing titles that are on there, your Radial Gs, your, uh, your Death Lap, your uh, Dash Dash, I mean, uh, th that kind of peripheral could be uh, quite, quite useful, and uh, it's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway, that's going to wrap up the headlines this week and bring us into the week's reminders. And uh, as usual, we're going to start with what's out this week. And uh, we actually have, a, a like last week, we have a handful of stuff uh coming out new vr titles this week late night in a town that goes to bed early one dj sits alone in a seaside radio station hey uh taylor you don't know me but uh, i think you're supposed to help me oh hi hi um i'm trying to get a hold of a dj named taylor Uh, this is Taylor. Oh, hi. Great. Uh, hi, Taylor. Um, I've been doing... Help, Taylor. Just, just help. Help us do something. Do anything. Disaster shook our humble community today as an unsung hero lost his life. When I'm long gone, you can call my headstone. So I guess that plan backfired. Out of number nine coal. Move on, buddy. Roll your load of coal. How can I go when the wheels won't roll? 
Area Man Lives, uh, finally coming from Numinous Games to SteamVR and Oculus, scratch that, Meta Quest on May 12th. Uh, this game has been a long time coming. This game initially starting development for Google Daydream way oh, back wow. when and making its way through the different iterations uh, of VR throughout the ages and finally uh, seeing release this week. Um, I saw Eric and Q2C going in pretty hard on Area Man Lives this past Thursday. And I just want to say, for the record, I'm not convinced that this is going to be bad. Like, I, I, I know it's not going to be your typical full-fledged game. Uh, this is uh, going to be a very heavily story-driven experience um, where uh, you're kind of playing this radio DJ in a town where people start getting murdered. It's a murder mystery mm. that's interactive. Ooh. And uh, it features an all-star cast of voice actors. Joel McHale is, is uh, playing a prominent role in this game, which I love. That guy's hilarious. Um, I, I'm intrigued here. And it could very well suck, uh, but I'm not convinced yet. I want to check this one out before I start shitting on it. Yeah, so I was there in the chat shitting on this game as well. But, uh, <laughs> you know, to be fair, uh, I was listening and watching it, and um, there was an echo. And and we at that point we were convinced it was part of the trailer, and um and so I thought it was like part of the thing. I was like I I it was very weird, and so I was responding on that. But I, what you just described sounds actually really cool. Uh, a murder mystery, and we you know we're gonna get to do it on May twelfth. That's right around the corner. Yeah, and this is a game that's built around voice command. Like it's not a typical VR game. Again, you're you're a radio DJ. You've got people calling in, telling you about all this weird shit that's happening, and you're going to be talking back to them. Oh, uh, again, all star. Uh, well, not all star. Relatively well known cast of, of voice actors here. Um, we've got a game again. It's up for uh, various different awards. I forget. Is it Tribeca? It's up for one of those, uh, or or maybe Cannes Film Film Festival awards. Uh, and beyond all that, it's being published by Cyan, mm. which typically brings pretty uh, solid experiences uh, to the uh, to the catalog. So, again, it could suck, uh, but that, I don't think they'd be releasing it if it weren't exactly what they uh, what they wanted it to be. Again, this thing's been in development for years and years and years. So, um, I'm intrigued, and uh, I look forward to checking it out. May twelfth on steam vr and oculus quest well what do you say to the people like uh, daniel kaz that says i don't want to go into vr and sit in one spot um don't do i it. would say that that's that's exactly <laughs> what i want to do it's what i always do <laughs> i think it i think it could be cool i think the story sounds really intriguing um and who knows like what these crazy callers are going to come in and call in and tell us right i'm going to take the stance that you guys are crazy and then they're going to show me and I'm going to be like, oh, my God, I need to tell everybody I'm a DJ. It sounds really cool. We can save I the hate day. To kind of spoil it. I hate to kind of spoil it because I, I, uh, I've i not played this. And this is pure speculation on my point, part. But typically when games are this heavily reliant on story, mm. there's a twist. There's going to be a twist. And I love shit like that, man. So, mm. uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, this is... And I know, you know, Mash kind of made fun of it. Like, yeah, you got to play this one five to ten hours to for it to start getting good. <laughs> that that might be the case, man. It might be something that takes some time. Mm. Uh, but again, I like I like story based stuff. 
and uh I'll, I'll be willing as long as it can keep my attention i'll be willing to give it that kind of time yeah absolutely would you do that for tentacular <laughs> you know i haven't played tentacular um but apparently not very good huh i don't know see this is the thing todd doesn't like it but i was i was dropped into zim talk five stream um on twitch last night and he was deciding which games he just got his pc back he was trying to decide which games he wanted to go into in pc right now that he's got his computer back and he said that he really he thought the physics were amazing and he really enjoyed the story and everything and so like everybody's got a different take on it and it made me feel like i want to go in and check it out because i respect both zim's opinion and todd's so where do i fit in that's what i want to know that's the thing man uh we all have our own taste right and um and again uh, tentacular is an interesting one because i've heard everything about that game it's great it's not great it's okay it's very clever it's it's uh charming <laughs> it's charming um it, it could be horrible but, uh, yeah you know i mean but this is the, that's why i want to go in because i want to know what roots thinks you know fun with the clicks joining us what's up welcome friend thanks for uh thanks for stopping by and saying hello you know who likes to elsa likes to have fun with the clicks my mom <laughs> i do she certainly does uh anyway airman lives coming this week but uh that's not all it's coming this week May 12th, finally coming from Purple Yonder, courtesy of our friends at End Dreams. Little Cities finally making its way to Oculus Quest uh, after being unceremonially, unceremoniously pushed back uh, so that it didn't steal the thunder of the MetaQuest Gaming Showcase. Um, Roots, we already knew that this was good. We played it in Alpha State, and it was good then. Um, I'm looking forward to spending more time in the finished, more polished version, largely because I had uh, such a good time in, in Cities VR last week. Um, so, yeah, uh, we're going to be obviously covering this one on Wednesday's show. And, uh, you know, this one's been a long time coming. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to uh, checking it out and comparing it uh, to, to, again, to the, uh, the recently released Cities VR yeah absolutely and i think this is going to be the the takeaway and maybe it won't i don't know um chris richardson says uh the city builder actually built for quest so this is built from the ground up for this platform and so 
you know, question is, will it be different or not? I mean, we've played, like you said, the alpha, and I really did have a fun time. And the, the biggest takeaway from this game is uh, it doesn't matter if you've ever played a game like this. We, we were given a build with no tutorial, and it was so intuitive that we... Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll stop, because I don't know what I'm allowed to say, but it's a really good game um, right. in the alpha that we played, and uh, I can't wait for it to come out. Right, right. Well, basically, um, what the score is here is that this is a game uh, that seems to be geared more toward casuals, whereas the Cities VR is more intended for the hardcore uh, city builder fanatics out there. Now, we always kind of um, have maintained that there's room for both, right? That that one is going to, again, be, be for the... Uh, the casual gamers on the quest platform while the others has its own audience and that um you know that cities vr is going to have the not only the the depth advantage but also a visual advantage but what we found out is that there really is no visual advantage it's just that they look very similar visually it's just basically uh small nuances with regards to the structure of the game that really is going to set these things apart uh, and I, I still believe that there is a, uh, uh, you know, a place for both on mm -hmm. the store. But these games, I think, are going to end up being more similar than uh, we had even thought that they were initially. Yeah. How cool is that uh, volcano? It looks so cool, man. I can't wait to, like, slap that right in the middle of my, my city and watch chaos maybe potentially happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... Uh, when you say stuff like that, I think Rift Traveler is kind of on my level here with it. Megaton Rainfall for mass destruction. That's what I want. I want to build up a, a city and then destroy it. Maybe not Megaton Rainfall style, but Rampage style, man. I want to take my fist and just pound the shit into the dirt. That would be cool. Rampage in VR would be I'm cool. Screaming and yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I, since we mentioned that a few weeks back, we've had uh, a few people recommend titles to us that are kind of based on that old rampage mechanic uh but i want ivanovich to uh to bring me my oh uh, man my, my rampage clone hell yeah that'd be cool anyway uh lots more to come on uh, on little cities again this is available may 12th and uh, we will be talking about it this wednesday on uh, strangers in the night so if you haven't already click the button click the bell so that you can be notified when we go live
You know, Rich, when we were talking about Omega Pilot, um, it was either last week or the week before. By the way, this is one of the more pleasant surprises over the last month, uh, Omega Pilot coming from uh, Zocus, the uh, the developer that brought us Z-Rays. Um, we, we talked about how they kind of revealed this game on Reddit, and they were kind of getting their ass chewed, man, by, uh, by people for not uh, giving up gameplay footage. So it didn't take them a, like a day, man, maybe two days before they came back with this, just like they promised gameplay footage. Um, I assume this was captured on Oculus Quest and that uh, looks pretty good, man. looks like a proper uh, wipeout clone for not only Steam VR, but uh, App Lab as well. Yeah, absolutely. As long as they've got enough cor like courses, I think this is going to be amazing. You know, if there's like four, um, then they, they need to triple that at least, if not times five. You know what I mean? That's one of the things that's awesome about Wipeout. Now, granted, it's also multiple games put into one, right? So there's a lot of stuff in that Wipeout collection, but, um, you know, it does. It looks really good. You know what really looks cool about this footage? Um, it looks like it's going to might get your stomach a little bit. Like uh, the turns, the turns are like 90 degrees, not, um, you know, not the actual turn, but that you're, you're rotating, turning 90 degrees. It's almost like you're riding the wall when you're going around curves. And that's something that's really going to translate uh, very well to VR. And it's kind of, uh, you know, the, what, what you're looking for when you play a VR racing game is something that's going to make you feel that speed, mm. make you feel like you're actually in this craft. And uh, just look when it goes around these turns, some of these sharp turns, how much the, the, the ship turns, man, that looks like it's going to be nuts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, it says, um, somebody said it up there that, uh, it reminded them of, um, you know, obviously wipe out, but then that as someone else was saying that it's looks inferior to wipe out. Well, it's not Wipeout, but it's this is the thing. Wipeout doesn't exist on Quest or PC VR, right? At least not in VR. This is going to be your version of Wipeout, and I, I think it's an indie version. And I think it, it's, you know, we I like the other game they did. Uh, I think this looks really good. Well, here's the weird thing, and uh, you know, uh, danger, danger, weirdness alert. Paradise Decay in the chat says you control this game like you control Z-Race with your hand. So it's not going to be like a standard VR racer with a thumb pad and, and button controls. You're going to be doing this shit. He said he was running into the walls a whole lot. Mm. So, um, so that, this, that is, good. it's kind of weird. So I guess the, what they did is they, they're bringing their other game, right? They, the other game that they made, people wanted the first person mode. And you even said this in a couple weeks ago, right? That, that, this seemed like instead of doing that, they just made a whole new game. But what we didn't know is they literally <laughs> took the same thing. They, they want <laughs> they want that mechanic in there. It's unique, and and they want to give you something different than every other racer. And and even you know it may sound weird, but this is is different than uh, Wipeout, right? Because Wipeout you don't control with your hand that way. So maybe this could be really amazing. I mean, for those that put in the time, I know I enjoyed their other game. Now my question is: Are they going to have themed racers again with uh, with content creators? My guess is no. Um, but if they did, uh, you know, we're out there. <laughs> we'll, we'll take a we'll take a ship, a virtual stranger ship. Yeah, I know a guy. I yeah. know a guy who would uh, gladly 
donate some uh, some channel art. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, man. PD said that uh, he had to scrap his video, like it was making the game look bad. Mm. So my question is, was it it making the game look bad, or was the game just looking bad? <laughs> right. Well, and is it something that I mean? I get. I'm assuming that they don't want that option in there, just because for some people it would just kind of create in a, in a racing game, uh, and make it easier for one person and harder for others, right? And that's not very fair. And no one's. Well, here's use... the thing. That I guarantee that's going to be an option because the same thing's going to happen with this. This happened when they launched Z Race. They're going to launch it thinking that they're making everyone happy by giving them what they wanted, and then they're going to realize you can't make everyone happy my that's my biggest advice i always give to these tiny developers uh you know the ones that live in the comments like you can't make everyone happy and if you spend your time trying to do that you're going to make what's good about your game not so good anymore right so um i guarantee you we're going to see old school controls for this which might not be such a bad thing but what's going to happen is they're going to launch this thinking that everybody's going to be all happy now and they're going to find out they're not. People are going to hammer them for the uh, control style. And uh, we're going to have to wait for a patch the way that uh, we do, sometimes have to do. Right. Uh, they just need to market it from that standpoint of being unique and different. And this is the way it is. And it's not changing. And don't buy it if you don't like it. Or however you say it. You know, like you said, it's uh, you're not going to please everybody anyway. And but I guess we're living in a different world where people just get off on getting the game and playing it, knowing it doesn't have that control, shitting all over it in the in the um, reviews and and destroying the game. Like people just get off on that for some reason. Crazy. Yeah, Reddit is the worst place to go if you're looking for positive affirmation. Those people are savages. Like I avoid it uh, at all costs, or most of the time, anyway. Yeah, I don't do Reddit anymore. It's just too. It's just a. Uh, it's weird, man. Very toxic. Yeah, there, there are good people on there. Like there are good people everywhere, but the good people are the are not the ones speaking up. Typically, it's it's only the jerks who uh, who, who give you feedback on uh, on Reddit. So yeah. Anyway, I think it looks cool. I am interested to, to checking it out. I don't know if I'm going to like this uh, steering mechanic or not. It obviously is something that's going to take time to get used to. Uh, so, you know, I would, uh, I would, I would, uh, I'd, I'd say PD probably maybe practice a little bit. If you want to do a video on this, practice a little bit and uh, give it a little bit of time. And then you, you might find yourself uh, actually uh, liking it after you get used to it. I think it's just different, unique. I like it. Anyway, uh, one more game coming out this week. We already talked about it. Afterlife VR. Split Light Studio coming to Steam VR on May 13th. Looking forward to checking this one out. Uh, even though it is technically early access, apparently it's pretty much in a finished state already. They're just going to be adding some localization and a, a few tweaks to the animations. But for the most part, um, so far so good. This thing looks pretty cool story-driven horror game exactly the type of thing i like and um i'm not waiting for psvr2 man i'll play this on my pc and uh i'll be sure to report back to everyone uh is it good is it bad is it just okay uh we're gonna find out yeah me too i'm going to um kill some mice first thing right when i walk in there they don't stand a chance 
Roots can't get away from his uh from his <laughs> job, right? I just I like twenty four seven. Yeah, that's one all day, man. <laughs> well, they say if you love your job, Roots, you never work a day in your life. That's true. Well, I love people, so getting to talk to different people, meet different people, and try to bring joy to their life because believe it or not, a lot of people are sad right now or upset, and so my goal is to go in there and remind them that there's people out there that enjoy people and uh make them smile if i can make somebody smile it makes my day so i think everybody should well, do that i i just for, for one would like to say that i wish mcdonald's would hire more people like you <laughs> well maybe they are because now they're uh they're paying so much you know it's just crazy but i think people will still be angry uh, yeah, for sure. It's an endless line there, man. That working fast food is literal hell, especially at a popular place like McDonald's. It's an endless line, and a good 10% of the hundreds of people that you see in the course of a day are irate Karens. Uh, it's a miserable existence. I certainly feel for those people who, uh, who who were dumb enough to go apply for a job at McDonald's. That's like working at Walmart, but that's the uh, the management usually that is destroying your soul right exactly uh anyway that's this week's uh th that's this week's releases that's going to bring us into our next reminder uh which has been a while since we did one of this so uh hopefully people will participate with this participate with us this week as we ask you all to either go and wish list a game or review a game uh so that we can support our our friendly uh, and lovely salt of the earth developers. This is a very easy way for us to support the VR development community out there who bring us these awesome games without actually having to spend anything uh, more than just a couple of minutes of our time. And since it has been a little while since we did this, I'm actually going to do a review this time, Roots. I'm not going to do a wish list. I'm going to review Fract. That, because, I'm, uh, I'm as, doing it right now myself, dude. You're on the same wavelength. As Masher pointed out on Thursday, there's not very many reviews for Fract on Steam. It looks like uh, twenty. There was twenty six. mixed reviews. There was six when I uh, when I because I brought it up in Masher's chat, and uh, I guess there was a couple more. So it's really easy. You don't have to go on um, uh, on a big uh, rant or anything. You can literally. I'm going to do it right here while we're on the air. And, uh, and just write a PlayStation Classic comes to PC 100%. Bam, that's it. Two sentences. Recommend the game. Post the review. Well, I guess I have to be transparent. I did receive the product for free. Yes, I put that box. But uh, there we go. One more positive review for Fract. Yeah, I just put mine on there and uh, said that it's the best action. What did I put in here? I don't know. I can't remember. It's just action-packed, amazing game. And uh, I recommend it. It is short. Island Kara's Island Kara wishlisted Area Man Live. So uh, thank you for participating. I'm sure that uh, the developer uh, appreciates it. And uh, there's a reason why these devs always ask people to wish list 
always ask people to leave reviews. It's a big deal. It really plays a lot into the algorithm and their placement on the store and their visibility going forward. And especially on Steam, like a lot of people make decisions based on what that uh, review score is. So uh, really important to uh, participate whenever you have a minute. And again, it's a it's a way without spending a dime to uh, to, to show your support for your favorite developers. So I encourage all of you out there to uh, wishlist the game today. Yep, absolutely. And with that, that brings us to our final reminder this week and every week and that is how you can do your part to support our channel and our community of course if you're new the easiest way to do that is by clicking that big red button but don't forget to ring the bell that way you can be notified next time we go live here on virtual strangers but if you've already done that and you want to do a little something extra you could support us on patreon for as little as three dollars per month uh, you'll gain access to our show notes You'll gain access to uh, insider updates. You'll gain access to exclusive content, all for less than a dollar per week. And you get peace of mind knowing that you did your part to help grow our community and our channel. So thanks to all of our patrons out there. You also get your name on the ticker during the uh, during the outro. Every show, we, we uh, even my game streams, I always run the outro at the end to thank our patrons. Uh, these people are absolutely awesome, and uh, we really appreciate the support. Yep. And by the way, the, the, the show notes, that's not just uh, something that you read. It's fully linked, top to bottom. All the articles that we uh, cited on the, uh, on, on the show today are linked. All of the trailers that we played on the show today are linked. And then below that, there's a big section of articles that didn't make the show. Uh, that are also linked so it's a basically it's a one-stop shop for everything that happened in the vr media this past week and uh, you don't have to go uh, watch that stuff for yourself you can just wait grab the uh the show notes and read through it every week and you will stay uh in the know with regards to vr gaming yep uh one more reminder uh, our discord is open to all of you to come hang out with us there's an invitation in the uh description down below and um that's where we hang out that's where we talk vr it's where we get together for multiplayer game sessions it's where we live bro it's our home and we're opening our doors to you and uh asking you to make it your home as well so again invitation down below click on it join the community um we'll leave the light on for you yeah <laughs> we, we we promise uh daniel cast says he's surprised only 65 percent positive for frack yeah yeah a little bit but here's the thing it's the length it, yeah it's a 30 dollars game for for a three-hour campaign so obviously a lot of people aren't going to be down with that um i'd be surprised that you know i i don't want to speculate but uh yeah some people are hard to please i think it's a great game it's not obviously you can't please everybody we just talked about that but um 30 bucks yeah, is too I'm much get viveport infinity for the year that and then you got all those games and you own frack fracked i mean let's be wise that's the thing you know yeah exactly if money's a money's an issue infinity is certainly the way to go yeah absolutely because like wolfie's just said uh i mean there's a, a game that just came out i guess fracked was it he was excited because he yeah. thought he wasn't going to be able to play it and uh he was able to play it that's cool 
Yeah, you got to get the uh, paid annual one though. That that's that something that they're making quite clear. It's worth it. All all the top releases, you have to just go ahead and pay for a year, and uh, that way you'll get access to the full uh, catalog. And and if you do so right now, they'll even let you keep Frat mm. uh, if you join right now. So uh, and that's th- the th- there's your. Uh, thirty dollars back right there exactly and that's the thing people forget it's a netflix type system for gaming so even if fract was a monthly thing it it, every game that's on there today may not be on there tomorrow they change it things change but by getting the yearly annual uh thing you actually solidify it and you own this game it may make sense to me absolutely and i guess i should bring up the fact that i did get my uh my fract swag pack oh, yeah me uh, too nice. and yesterday and uh we've got one to give away uh to you the community and uh, i don't really have time to unbox it here i'll probably do something similar to what master did i'll put it up in an unboxing video and uh and we'll hold a drawing and uh we'll come back on the air a, a week or so after we put that video out and not only draw for that but we'll give away a bunch of game keys and stuff too uh, it'll be like an episode of Q2C right here on uh, Virtual <laughs> Strength. But, Hell yeah. Uh, again, make, make sure you ring the bell so that you'll be uh, notified when that one goes live. Uh, Traveling Man says, Caboose rolling into the station later, guys. Thank you for the $5, Traveling Man. We really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And I think Paradise Decay has a good point here, too, by the way, before we shove off. He says, most of those reviews are PC biased. They're mm. claiming that it's just a PSVR port. And that's a good point. Console wars are a real thing. The PC master race don't want any any woman that that has been to bed with PlayStation before uh, before hooking up with them. So, yep, absolutely. Anyway, with that said, friends, we'd like to thank you all once again for watching. For Roots, I'm Wes. We'll see you probably Tuesday, if not Wednesday. Bye. Take it easy. Thank mm-hmm. you.